people, the safety of our communities, or the sovereignty of our nation. We are cracking down hard on the foreign criminal gangs that have brought illegal drugs, violence, horrible bloodshed to peaceful neighborhoods all across our country. The predators and criminal aliens who poison our communities with drugs and prey on innocent young people, these beautiful, beautiful, innocent young people, will find no safe haven anywhere in our country. And that is why my administration is launching a nationwide crackdown on sanctuary cities. Jeremy, I'm fucking pissed. Yeah, I feel you. No, no, no. I don't think you do. I'm fucking pissed. I'm literally sitting right next to you, and you're using very violent hand gestures towards me. I it's true. absolutely feel you, because I'm pretty sure you've hit me a couple of times. My hands are on you now. Now you that, can feel me. I, um, your hands are very warm and moist, by the way. Uh, I agree with the warm part. Moist, not so much. They're, Welcome. They're pretty moist. Welcome to the Termist Podcast. Episode number six. Uh, fucking, okay, listen. My name is Trevor, I guess. This is Jeremy, I guess. Fucking, you guys know who we are. At any rate, I'm fucking pissed. Because, do you know what I wanted to do this week for the show? Because we had a really heavy episode last week. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it was a necessary episode, but it was real dark. Yeah, yeah. It I wanted to have fucking depressing. I wanted to have a real chill episode this week and just sort of, um, you know, relax. Now I wanted to talk about Bad Religion because you and I have very different opinions on their second ever album, Into the Unknown. Yeah, and I wanted to have fun with that. And we get um, to put that on hold. We got, we have to fucking put that on hold this yeah. week uh, because the trash fire that is the United States government right. uh, couldn't stop being a trash fire for two fucking seconds i was really looking life. forward to doing an uh doing an episode that didn't require me getting drunk during yeah. the episode so what are you drinking um i've got moostrol because while i'm very angry i also enjoy the taste of uh, uh coffee and also possibly chocolate and it's not literally moostrol no i i mean i would hope it's not moostrol. basically i'm just going to be here getting comfortably drunk and angry or Good. While, while I'm getting angry. Um, so I guess that's fine. I'm drinking fucking cranberry juice straight because I literally, I need that bitterness to just wash my sins away right now. You're also having trouble peeing. I, that, no. I mean, yeah, a little bit. But I didn't really want to talk about that on the air because well, I already feel like a fucking 25-year-old Greg Graffin. But Greg Graffin now, as opposed to Greg Graffin when he was 25, like, I feel as old as he is, and I hate that fucking feeling, because it's like, I'm angry, yeah. but I'm also arthritic at this point. Like, yes. I've, my, I, I can feel just my bones disintegrating as we enter this fucking nightmare reality that we are currently sitting in. Do you think he became a doctor 
just so that he could figure out why he was having trouble peeing? You know, he probably did. He is a he does have a doctorate in biology, yeah. um, but I don't think it's that kind of biology, to be honest with you. Oh, um, I mean, we could look this up. This would be real easy. I just want to know if he has trouble peeing or not. That is a question that's... you could probably ask him. You know, as he gets older, he might. Man, that so, that is a scary idea. Yeah. On the day that I have trouble peeing because I'm old, I trust you to kill me. Okay, so. What about on the other side of that equation, where the day that you don't have trouble peeing, but you can't stop? That, that part's okay, because that part's kind of funny. I'm going to be honest with you. So it's like, on one hand, you're just like, I'll just fucking throw on some Depends and we're good. I mean, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of like senility. You uh-huh. know, it's kind of like... You you don't being, realize that your life is sucks, but at the same time you get away with like doing and saying some really weird shit. Sure, and people are just like, "Oh no, honey, he's just old. Ignore them." While you're standing out in the front yard with your cane, with your bathrobe wide open, your 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 guy and berries just kind of dangling out there in the wind while you're screaming about the UFOs and the commie Nazi martians okay are, down are you describing your brain through are, your the fillings in your teeth you know? are you describing alex jones i'm I, i'm not gonna lie to you and say that i was a little bit inspired you you the memory of alex jones is what inspired you it, it absolutely is i mean every time i think of alex jones my brain just goes some really weird places like do you remember um the time that i don't know if you've ever seen it or not but like there was this before and after picture with him and his stupid fucking dietary supplement bullshit yeah but the only thing nothing had changed really after except for the fact that he was now red (laughs) (laughs) speaking of cranberries (laughs) our old boy turned into a fucking cranberry that 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 looks healthy I, i don't understand what the benefit he was trying to show off was but he just looked like zoidberg (laughs) <laughs> just a slightly racist homophobic crazy zoidberg hold, hold on let me see if i can do this let me let me see if i can do this <laughs> the zeus boxes are turning the frogs gay <laughs> that's beautiful i don't think that was a very good impression of zoidberg uh, no i think that was but nom- uh, also nominated. i missed the frickin i always miss the frickin i think you did i, I did too <laughs> so let, let me try that again <laughs> The juice boxes are turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> that was Fuck. perfect. All right. Anyway, that was um, really good. I'm really proud of you. I'm not so proud of myself, to be honest with you. Um, I'm. I'm. Listen, we we make jokes to cope. This yeah. week was fucking stupid. Um. So Monday, Tuesday started fine. Like the first couple days of the week were like nothing to write home about. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to the news. I'll be fucking upfront with you. Yeah. Then I fucking I wake up on Wednesday morning and I got this CNN notification on my iPad like, "Hey, Donald Trump has just banned trans people from the military." And I'm like, "This is a fever dream. I'm clearly sick. I should call into work today." Yeah. Um, and then I realized, no, I actually work at one. So even if I did have a fever, I'd have enough time to break it. This is hell. Yeah. Um, so. I woke up to this bullshit. Um, Donald Trump did just straight up tweeted, after consultation with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow trans individuals to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military. Our military must be focused on decisive and overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical costs and disruption that transgender in the military would entail. No. Thank you. This is a fucking tweet storm. Yes. 
There, there's one part I have an uh, issue with this that I have. I'll, oh, one? Uh, well, you've uh, got well, you've no, got no, one no, no, part. No, well, hold on, hold on, calm down. I'm pissed. I need you to calm down for just one. I'm fucking second. pissed. It's not too much of a burden to make sure your soldiers can get their their dinghy dinghies up by the amount of money that we push into boner pills, which, by the way. That cost, the amount of money that we pushed into boner pills, was higher than the amount of any sort of medical support that the trans community within the U.S. military services actually had spent on them. That was a very badly worded sentence. So, but. essentially, um, there's, there's, there are other points to be made here. I mean, yeah. the military budget is a fucked mess. Yeah. Um, it's nearly a trillion dollars of garbage mm-hmm. um, because we pride our quote unquote pride ourselves on having the world's largest military, and literally most of it is just garbage bullshit. Yeah. Um, like for instance, the I think it was eight billion dollars they spent on F thirty five fighter jets. Right. You want to talk about a fucking boner pill? There's not a bigger boner pill in the whole fucking military than these fighter jets right. um, that. Uh, Lockheed Martin reduced the price on, so to speak, yeah. and it was still $94 million per jet. You, 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 you want to know what the uh, cost to um, provide medical care and treatment to transgender individuals in the military, um, male and female? That's a number I'm not a... $8 million, according to the Rand Corporation. There was a study done, $8 million per year. Fucking, That's you could fund the transition of nearly every soldier on a you know a, a, you know sort of a, a yearly basis right. for 11 years right. on one F35 fighter jet um on the entire like budget the 90 yeah. it was something like a thousand years right. they they bought 90 of these jets and with that 90 that 8 billion dollars they could have fucking spent a thousand years mm-hmm. providing Medical care, it, obviously, if prices all stayed the same and inflation wasn't a thing, etc. Right. But, like, a thousand fucking years um, providing medical care and treatment to trans people in the military. That's fucking astonishing to me. Like, well, and, we talk and, about inflated budgets so much, uh, like, or at least the government does. I don't really give a fuck too much about that. But, yeah. like, we talk about inflated budgets a lot. Um, the whole Medicare fight, which went up in flames this week. Um, fucking uh, is about the fact that we're spending too much money and it's a it's too prohibitive of a system, um, but I can't fucking think of anything that costs less in the military at this point. Like I'm sure there are things like toilet paper, individual roles, but like psychiatric therapy and actually probably true. healing and and treating uh, illnesses and wounds yeah. within the the VA. How about that? That, that's a thing that could happen. But you know what? Um, we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves because this is just the beginning of the episode, and I don't want to just go fucking ham right now. I mean, you're already there. I, I'm already there. I mean, we, I thought we're, we were going to start off at, like, maybe a, a mile three like or four. Like, seven. And here you are, like, a, a 24. Yeah. And it's kind of scary. I'm, you are fucking I told you. red, and I am I told you. you right now. I, I'm Alex Jones right now. Uh, you absolutely Except are. Except I'm a much better person than Alex Jones. Yeah. You know what? We've got a lot more shit to talk about, um, but we will continue this conversation when we come back from our break because I do want us to go to that break. Oh, yeah. um, so enjoy the sweet dulcet tones of Kevin Moan. Um, I'm sorry, it's that like fucking two second thing. 
Be right back. And we're back. Yes, we are. Just a little bit better for now. I've I've drank most of my cranberry juice. Oh, I'm in a better place. My beer is almost gone. I I do have to pee. This is a problem. Oh man. Well, I'm I'm about to have an empty bottle here, and uh, maybe I will pit. Just... Well, I'm about to have an empty glass. I'd rather you just use a bottle. I'd rather not pee out the, clean out the pee cup. <laughs> I'll clean the pee cup out. I'd rather you not. It's like, dude, if you take that near my sink, I will end your life. I'm, um, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, it's it's sterile. Yeah. No, it's still gross. <laughs> We're not doing that. But I'm Jeremy. I noticed you got a haircut. That is Trevor. and I, 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 Yes. Thank yeah. you for noticing. You're I, welcome. I didn't think you would notice. I was waiting for you to say something. There you go. And, uh... I've never felt so special and appreciated. You know we have at least one listener who ships us, right? Yes. And you know who that is? Jason. It is Jason. You beautiful motherfucker. There we go. And that's Trevor, by the way. I am. In case I didn't say that. You did. You know what's really funny about this episode? Um, what's really funny about this episode? Nothing, number one. Yeah, but, no. But I was like, mm, the jokes we're doing are more out of necessity for yeah. our mental stability at this yeah, point. Yeah, kind of want to cry on the inside, screaming internally for the uh, violent death of the world in the uh, in the center of the sun. Yes. That's where I'm at. No, the the funny, sad Th- This is ironic funny, funny right? Yes, ironic. Irony is a word that I can use. That, that's a word. It is a word in the dictionary. So Webster's actually posted that on Twitter the other day. So the ironic part about this is the fact that literally one week ago, I reached out to you and I said, Hey, I want to talk about this very specific thing. What was it that I wanted to talk about, Trevor? Uh, You wanted to talk about gender. I did. Um, Specifically, um, sort of the spectrum between cisgender and transgender yes and my response was hey jeremy we're both idiots yes and because we're both idiots and this podcast is but a baby yes i don't know if that's a good idea right off the bat and so here we are week six with the universe playing this really sick fucked up Horrible joke. trick. Yeah, Horrible it's trick. just a really bad fucking joke. Literally forcing our hands. So now we're going to talk about gender. a conversation that I originally wanted to have. I gave up on the idea. Well, I, I sat there and said, okay, well, I get the idea. I don't want it to be too, too ham-fisted. I want it to be, if we're going to have this discussion, I want it to be at least eloquent enough. And, and uh, without, uh, without the... the bullshit you know i don't i don't want to have a funny conversation about it i want to have a very real discussion about this you know right and and like like neither of us are trans yeah um we're we're both somewhere in the queer world but we're not uh we're we're both for the most part cisgender yeah um i mean i i'm a boy i i i openly admit this and i i can't imagine myself being any other gender but that does not necessarily mean that I should accept my own gender gender type as the norm. Sure. I don't know what it's like to live inside the mind of another person. Right. You know? And, like, that's that was kind of where we were coming from is, like, this is a really difficult topic. Uh, 
better people than us have tried and failed at this shit. And I, I don't expect that we are going to have a conversation like this and come out 100% clean on the other end. I absolutely don't but, think we will either. I mean, I, I can promise whatever it is that we say, we're going to do our absolute best. Exactly. And hope and pray that, you know, the the listeners who do identify as anything other than or vice versa will understand that we are coming from a place of of, of ignorance of what it's like to sure. live in that kind of headspace and you know before we get into that i i think i speak for both of us i apologize if if we do anything that is shitty is shitty or, or offends you or or makes you feel bad because i promise you we are angry for you well it's not even that we're angry for you we're angry with you and and absolutely and I can I can say this from the perspective of a uh, significant other of a trans person, right? That if there is anything that we fuck up on this, which we most likely will, absolutely, um, and you tell us, we will fix it. Like that is one hundred percent like. Anything that we say out of ignorance is not something that we are going to adhere to for called out on our shit. Because yeah. we don't want to be ignorant forever. Right. And we we know that there's a limit to how much we can know versus, you know, how much we can say. Right. Um, but if in the context of this conversation we do end up saying something shitty and somebody tells us about it, um, we will change that shit. Absolutely. That's, that's 100%. Um, we will talk about it in the next episode yeah uh, or any episode in which we get the actual feedback so i mean that's yeah. that's fine and and um, ultimately just know that like we both love you i yeah. mean we really do we support you we it's true. fight right side by side with you or right by your side and uh you know I, above all things i just want you to know that yeah and so this week was really hard for me um well okay again it, it wasn't as hard for me um i am queer but i'm not a i am cisgender again like that's that sort of thing and my girlfriend is not right you know she is trans and it was a really hard week for her yeah. and she's let me she's told let me know that i can kind of talk very not specific but sort of general sense about this right last week was really fucking hard because you know, you probably heard me get real heated in the last segment. You almost assuredly did. And that was sort of me trying to get the anger of not being able to do anything to help her right? at that moment. Like, except for be there with her and be there for her. Um, but what I can tell you as as time has gone on, like... What happened last week was not just a um, a, a fucked series of tweets from a daughtery old man. Um, it was a proclamation to an entire country of people. We're actually on Donald Trump's Twitter feed. He has, as of this moment, um, 34.5 million followers. Actually, it's 34.8 million followers. That That's is absolutely terrifying. That is the population of fucking New York City, Los Angeles, and um, Chicago combined, I think. Right. 
there is so many people on his Twitter feed who sort of are either following him because they love him or following him because they hate him, but following him nonetheless. And everyone saw his fucking tweets in CNN and other news organizations that rebroadcast them as a proclamation of, of, of fact. And even if a day later the Joint Chiefs of Staff was basically like, we never talked about this, this isn't policy yet, it still was a proclamation from the most powerful, whether you like it or not, man in America, that trans people are a burden on society are unfit for basic things right and should be shunned right and what bothers the fuck out of me is you know trans women especially um black trans women are killed at a higher rate than just about anybody else right we've had dozens of deaths already this year and that is some shit that is not going to go away. No. Um, it's not going to go away, especially now that essentially we all saw with Jeremy Christian, um, the the crazy asshole who hates Muslims in Portland, who stabbed two people to death. We don't we don't need any more justification for these crazy fucks to do this shit. No, but they just got it. They got validation. They got a justification. They got an excuse, and now people are at risk. People are at risk of being hurt and killed. And it, it goes past services being denied to uh, trans service people. It, it goes well beyond that. It, it's every single person in society. Right. Um. And this has been a struggle that trans people have had for years anyway. And it's not... It's definitely not fucking getting better. No. Um, it's going in the opposite direction as far as I can tell. It is. And I am... I'm shaking a little bit right now trying to keep my shit intact. Because we don't need a repeat of the last segment. But... Uh, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about last week is, as we, as, you know, shit got worse um, in the aftermath of Trump's literal fucking tweet. Yeah. Was we need to build institutions on a grassroots level to provide the services, to provide s- support for people. And this is already being done in small part around the country. This is a thing that is in every country or uh, every city, excuse me. Um, you know, there are LGBTQ service areas and um, places to provide support to queer homeless kids. But, like, right now, the military, like it or fucking not, is the largest employer and provider of health care and provider of education for queer and trans kids. And that's a fucking problem. You know, we're not going to get into whether or not it's a good thing to join the military that is not a discussion i mean you already here. know our opinion anyway it doesn't right. even matter reha- it, we're not, not going to do it worth rehashing at but this point. what we need to what we need to be focused on right now more than literally anything else is building counterpower institutions um i have a buddy in austin his name is scott um he was the er, he's one of the co-founders of the common ground medical collective in 
New Orleans when Hurricane Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. Um, he went down with uh, a buddy of his who turned out to be an FBI informant later. That's a fun story that he can tell, um, and he has. But went down with a buddy to New Orleans to basically help a Black Panther friend of his and uh, basically ended up building um, a better medical camp than FEMA. Um, I don't feel like that's going to be very fucking difficult. No, but he he fucking like went ham. He connected to every group in oh, the no, United I, States. Oh no, I believe it. What um, I'm saying is FEMA is shit. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. Um, the Red Cross brought uh, Sporks, but that's <laughs> yeah, not the point I, of this. It's like it's like fucking Donald Trump bringing like socks and Play-Doh. For, yeah, basically. Yeah, and a whole other different thing. Since we're on the the I, fuck the <laughs> Cheeto episode, I mean, there you go. He brought fucking socks and Play-Doh to people in need. That's so, weird. Yeah. Um, but Scott has a really good sort of philosophy um, of engaging what he calls the emergency heart. Um, and I'm fixing to go down to Austin soon to talk to him or I don't know how I'm going to do that. But anyway, um, about the emergency heart. But basically, it's this idea that like in times of crisis, people's desire to help increases by tenfold. Right. And that they turn on something called the emergency heart and provide support for people outside of um, accepted status quo institutions. And I think we really need to do that now. I, I think that we should have been doing this uh, for the last six months, but I think we've all kind of gotten sucked into this, this circus that Donald Trump is uh, uh, an idiot. Um, I mean, he is, but he's a dangerous idiot with a lot of power, and he could really hurt a lot of people, and we need to respond to that with, institutions that make him irrelevant absolutely and we need to make it so that the the kids the the queer kids the trans kids who join the military because they feel powerless or they feel um helpless uh can find something else that helps and supports and nurtures them that keeps them from being homeless that keeps them from starving, that keeps them from, you know... Being cold. Being cold and losing an education. Um, so that we don't lose them. Absolutely. Either to military service or to the violence of this society. I, I think uh, one of the things that really caught me off guard... Um, I, I The ignorance of the statement that I saw earlier this week was essentially basically saying we don't want a person with a mental disorder which referring to the trans community right we'll we'll, we'll get to that serving in the military and they're the and i when when pressed you ask why of course you want to know why why do you assume that this person is dangerous why do you assume that this person is off kilter and they they reference the percentage of trans suicides per year. Yeah. Here's my problem with that. Yeah. Okay. You're looking at the wrong facet of this. If you're pulling this idea that this person is dangerous because they have a high... Because the community rate. they're part of has a high suicide rate, right? The reason that they have a high fucking suicide rate is because they feel like fucking outcasts because you allow them to feel like outcasts you stupid motherfucker these people are killing themselves because they are treated like goddamn feral 
fucking cats with mange. You won't feed them. You won't house them. You won't fucking take care of them. You kick them if out of you your house. You look at them. You look at them with some sort of fucking judgment. Fuck you. Fuck your opinions. Fuck all of you. Literally every single last one of you, you could go fuck yourselves. And I mean this with all sincerity. If you don't want to look at the big picture of things and you still want to fucking speak about shit you know nothing about, god damn it, I hope you chew through your own fucking tongue. You don't fucking deserve it. You don't deserve your right to speak. And I mean that. Fuck you. Continue. So, ultimately the point of this is that we are both anarchists in this room. Or at the very least, I'm an anarchist and you're pretty close to an anarchist. Um, we don't want to see a state that harms people. We don't want to see a state that does ill to people. Um, whether it's in our sort of geographical location or another geographical location, talking about wars and shit. Um, we want to support as many people as possible. And that includes the queer and trans communities. Absolutely. Um, And at the end of the day, where I stand on this is the same shit that I have said every episode. Um, As someone who is asexual, as someone who is dating a trans person, as someone who has friends across every spectrum and every color of the fucking rainbow. Yeah. If it comes down to it, I am choosing my friends over civility. Absolutely. And that is not a threat towards any one person. That is not a promise, or so to speak. That is a simple statement of fact. That is a simple statement of this is my position. That's where your loyalty lies. You you owe nothing to the community that is out to destroy the people that you love. These no. are people who deserve nothing from you. You know, and and it's funny. I was actually just told, um, just the other day, that someone who listens and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I love you very much, um, but that I was their safe space. Like, I, I have become one of the safe spaces. Not, and, and, it's, not... and it's funny because you have made fun of spa- safe spaces that we, like, in private conversations Absolutely. and shit. But, like, Absolutely. not as, like, a a shitty right-wing joke. No. So it, it is interesting, right? Like, this is weird. Well, what weird. It, was, it was both amazing, but it was both also hurtful. And it, it, it wasn't hurtful to me personally. It was hurtful because this person that said this felt the need to say it mm-hmm. that this person you know. was forced into a position where she needed the the safe space needed to feel accepted needed to feel loved you know which it, it should be and a thing that exists already it, absolutely and i mean ultimately my thing is this if you want to look at me trevor this entire thing as a safe space, I promise you, this is a safe space. Our email, our our messenger, whatever the fuck you can use to get a hold of us, 
If you we need to talk, we're here. Absolutely can be that safe space if you need it. I got spoons for days. We're not we're not gonna leave you alone. It's a cold fucking world out there. But I promise you. We offer you all the warmth of every fucking hug that we can possibly offer. We're back. Yes. We took a longer break on that one. Yeah, that was a little... That was a lot. It was a lot. It wasn't a little. But we're back. Um, I figure we should lighten the mood up a little bit by talking about the other horrendous shit Trump has done and said in the last couple weeks, or a couple days. Yeah, let's, um, let's lighten it up just a little bit. Uh, let's do that. So uh, this is also ironically the day that we decided we wanted to up our fucking producer game yeah um so i guess i got more work ahead of me today on this episode i mean i put it on your plate because fuck you yeah i know you love me i mean i really do you love me best producer in town i don't think that's absolute any at any point that is not true if if the if the level of your producer expertise is equal to the amount of dick pics we do not receive at the terminus podcast at gmail.com. What are you I saying say right now? You're doing pretty good. I don't know what that means. Basically, no dick pics equals great producer. I have. That math doesn't work. It works for me. I've I, got beer in my system, though. So, I mean. You had one beer, you softie. No. Uh, it's been a couple, but oh, you had multiple before we got here. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I need rehab, bro. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Um, if you do, I support you, bud. I appreciate that. Will you come? Uh, do, 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 do. Will we be doing the podcast while I'm in rehab, or, or are you just gonna carry on without me? Like, Jeremy's gone now. I will be taking over for both of us. God, you need to you need to step up your grunt game, dude. If you're gonna try to take out my place, no, that's not it, dude. It's, no, no, you're doing it all fucking wrong. No. God damn it, you're terrible at this. Now listen closely, Trevor. That's how you do it. You have no idea what to say to that. Very simple. You have just, no fuck idea. You just like I I don't want to make <laughs> comments on it. I don't I don't want to comment on it. No. Because I know that's what you sound like. From every phone bone s- conversation we've ever had, that is that is your O sound. <laughs> exactly. This is a horrible voice. First time any that fucking we've way ever had relations, that sound freaked me out so bad <laughs> You're like did a dolphin break into the room what the fuck just happened <laughs> making mating calls and shit <laughs> stop it turn that off i don't want to be here anymore um shit anyway uh again we make jokes because we don't want to lose our fucking minds talking about this shit anyway uh so, so the there's a lot that happened this last week. We talked about most of it. Um, in addition to the uh, bullshit from Trump's Twitter, 
We also had the Department of Justice releasing an amicus brief talking about how basically LGBT people do not have civil rights under Title VII. Um, good times. Um, really, basically, everything that I said in the last segment applies to this as well. Um, just it, it, just more shit reinforcing that like queer and trans people are not welcome in society. Uh, right. So go fuck yourselves, everybody. Anyway, wow, even this thing you got me to say, go fuck yourselves. Um, You're welcome. So Trump has been on kind of this apology tour, and by apology tour, I don't mean that he's making any kind of apologies. Um, there are two major speeches that he um, released or, or didn't release, but did. Um, one was at the annual 19th annual Boy Scout Jamboree. <laughs> we don't need to go. Oh, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not touching. It's way too fucking easy. We, it's too easy. Uh, the other was um, at a speech on Friday at the at a Long Island um, group of law enforcement officials that sort of gathered. Um, basically, like the chief of police of uh, police of Suffolk County came out and was like. Hey, uh, Trump is promoting police brutality. This is some bullshit. We'll get into that. Uh, and then the like major, like the head of the Boy Scouts, was like, "Hey, um, you brought politics into this speech, and was really that was really shitty of you." And also, uh, weird speech, bruh. So that's kind of where we're at. He both places, the major places that he's been in the last week or so, that he's given a speech. The people organizing the speech had to say, sorry about that. So it's like he's on an mm. apology tour. But Apologypalooza. Apology opposites. Apologypalooza. It's like... 2017. Then again, I feel like that's just been the year, right? Like Trump says something, we all have to go, we're sorry. <laughs> and so it's like, shit. Uh, now it's happening um, on, on that level. So we've got some um, choice sound clips because i hate myself and i want to make the job that i have to do in the morning harder i've had to look Um, at this cheeto motherfucker's face for the past hour and a half and like this is what breeds nightmares yeah i I swear to god like you people that are obsessed with this motherfucker the way you are and, and loving the way you do i've got i've got questions i have so many fucking questions like why and how many paint chips did you eat when you were a child? <laughs> and do your ears work? And, like, where where's your eyes, brah? Because this guy literally looks like the embodiment of every goddamn racist nightmare I think I've ever had in my entire life. His hair is becoming a living entity to me. This is a fucking monster. A baby-handed monster. Yeah. So, the first... Um... The first quote that I've got, it's kind of a beefy one. We'll see how long this is, and then I'll edit it. But uh, this is from the Boy Scouts uh, Jamboree, and uh, we're going to hear him talk about some shit that he doesn't believe, followed by shit that he absolutely does believe and wants to talk about more. Um, so you'll you'll see kind of just the banality of the speech, um, followed by some of the kind of the weird shit that he was saying. So here we go. The United States has no better citizens than its Boy Scouts. No better. The values 
Traditions and skills you learn here will serve you throughout your lives. And just as importantly, they will serve your families, your cities, and in the future and in the present, will serve your country. The Scouts believe in putting America first. You know, I go to Washington, and I see all these politicians. And I see the swamp, and it's not a good place. In fact, today I said we ought to change it from the word swamp to the word cesspool, or perhaps to the word sewer. But it's not good. Not good. And I see what's going on. And believe me, I'd much rather be with you. That I can tell you. I'll tell you, the reason that I love this and the reason that I really wanted to be here is because, as President, I rely on former Boy Scouts every single day, and so do the American people. It's amazing how many Boy Scouts we have at the highest level of our great government. Many of my top advisors in the White House were Scouts. Ten members of my cabinet were scouts. Can you believe that? Ten. So that was a thing, huh? That was fucking painful. That was real bad. Jesus Christ. Like, Harry, he's telling this shit to little kids. Yeah. Your country is a swamp. Your country is a cesspool. It's a fucking sewer. And you're the shining light on God the hill. damn it. You know what? Drain the swamp, absolutely. But start with yourselves. Please start with yourselves. Your White House is the swamp. Start with yourselves. Drain it out. God damn it. That was fucking horrendous. <laughs> it really was. So I just want to, like, uh, I, I love the, the, the shit. He goes from, like, the speech that somebody wrote for him. Because... I don't know if he could string together the words, the values, traditions, and skills you learn here. I'm not even sure he understands words. No, but he goes from value, skills, blah, 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 uh, to the scouts believe in putting America first, to, you know, I go to Washington, and I see all these politicians, and I see the swamp, and it's not a good place. In fact, today I said we ought to change it from the word swamp to the word cesspool, or perhaps the word sewer. Like, okay. Political speeches at the Boy Scouts jamboree are not acceptable. And this is why, like, later they had to apologize. But it gets worse. No, okay, hold on. Okay, go go ahead. Go ahead. I think we're on the same page. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'll tell you the reason that I love this. Blah, blah, blah. It's amazing how many Boy Scouts we have at the highest level of our great government. Many of my top advisors in the White House are Scouts. Ten members of my cabinet were scouts. Can you believe that? Ten. Like, what's the point? He's teaching you how to count. I mean, let, let's oh, get real ten. about this. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I know numbers, but here's the part that really freaks me out. This weirds me the fuck out. This line right here where he said, And believe me, I'd much rather be with you 
that I can tell you. Yeah, mm. It weirds me out for a couple of reasons. Because, A, we all know what you mean. Stop. People use big words that you don't understand. <laughs> you look at them with confusion, and then they put a thing in front of you. And you don't you don't want to ask for clarification. I get that. I've been there. I've got a sense of pride too. I mean, but but I mean, really, you you want to hang out with these people because you have the same kind of fucking mentality that these children have. You are a child. You are a baby president with your baby hands. <laughs> they aren't confusing. But maybe they'll be a little more confusing whenever they're trying to teach you how to tie knots and all this shit. Anyway, let's let, 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 let's carry on. Let, let's do this. So here, the next segment is is much shorter. Um, it's it's still the Boy Scouts. Uh, it's I, this is just sort of indicative of like how how life is going for the Trump. Not good. It doesn't or good. Not good. It doesn't seem. Um, the Vice President of the United States, Mike Pence, good guy, was a scout, and it meant so much to him. Some of you here tonight might even have camped out in this yard when Mike was the governor of Indiana, but the scouting was very, very important. And by the way, where are our Indiana scouts tonight? I wonder if the television cameras will follow you. They don't like doing that when they see these massive crowds. They don't like doing that. Hi, folks. Uh, ah! God damn it. This is this is cancer. This, this is a fucking tumor. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> apologies to anyone who has cancer who listens. I am sorry. Um, like, this man is the embodiment of a terminal illness. So here's what's funny about this shit, right? Um, nothing. But also, uh, this was a dick measuring contest for him at the Boy Scouts. In front of children. In front of children. Did you know Mike Pence calls his wife mother? That's a fun fact for you. Now you know. I just thought you should know. Which, by the way, I really just kind of... Jeremy. Just creates whole levels of weirdness. I am so uncomfortable right now. I am super uncomfortable. No, the fuck idea how uncomfortable I am. Oh my god. Holy shit, mother. Mother. Really? Mother. Is this around his kids? I'm pretty sure of it. Ironically, his his kids are like super fucking smart. Yeah. This man is super fucking smart. But like this man like is... This guy went like ape shit over Mulan. Because it it depicted a female as a warrior. Oh God, that happened, and I think if I remember right, also claimed that Bambi gave hunters a bad name. I'm gonna have to research that, and I'm sorry if I got that wrong. But he calls his wife mother. Hmm. But he's having a dick measuring contest in front of little kids. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't. I just I I don't like. The problem is that this is too fucking easy. It's too fucking easy. Like, you, you literally write this shit yourself. You hired a a moron, a baby, a child, 
to do a smart man's job. Congratulations, America. You did a really good job. So, I got one more from the Boy Scouts. Because... You know, we just we need to we need to like hurt ourselves here. Um, so, I was a former Boy Scout. I was I was a Cub Scout. This is about that's about as far as I got. When I left the Boy Scouts, I had people from my former troop come up to me and be like, "Why aren't you in the Boy Scouts anymore, Trevor? Why aren't you in the Boy Scouts?" And like, fucking corner me on the playground. I mean, the fourth grade at this point. Like, I'm just playing on the jungle gym. Why aren't you in the Boy Scouts? And so, I've always kind of been, like, felt weird about Boy Scouts in general. But, like, I also know a lot of pretty chill people who've been in the Boy Scouts. And who got, like, through all the way to, like, Eagle Scout and shit. And there's part of me that's, like, yeah, it kind of created this, like, these, these really neat people that I know. But it's also kind of like a f- almost para-fascist organization that, like, you know, talks really, like, heavily about, you know, serving God, serving the state, that kind of thing. And, that like, it's bad. It, it's a bad brain feel. Right. Um, that being said, I wouldn't call the Boy Scouts out-and-out out fascist, but um, I feel like this final clip is definitely going to be... Um, Definitely going to be indicative of that fascism feel. So we're gonna play this. Uh, we're gonna play this last clip and lose our minds. You know, in the Boy Scouts, you learn right from wrong. Correct. You learn to contribute to your communities, to take pride in your nation, and to seek out opportunities to serve. You pledge to help other people at all times. In the Scout Oath, you pledge on your honor to do your best and to do your duty to God and your country. And by the way, under the Trump administration, you'll be saying Merry Christmas again when you go shopping, believe me. Merry Christmas. They've been downplaying that little beautiful phrase. You're going to be saying Merry Christmas again, folks. But the words duty Country and God are beautiful words. In other words, basically what you're doing is you're pledging to be a great American patriot. It's pagan. It is a fucking pagan holiday, you fucking moron. All of you fucking morons. It is a pagan holiday. Here we go. Had nothing to do with Jesus. Had nothing (laughs) to do with God. Had nothing to do with any of this. It was all pagan. Pagan. Oh my fucking God, how hard is it to just crack open a fucking book? Fucking Google it. Google it. Just, oh my God, dude. 
So oh. I, I I do love how that's what you were tilted about. Um, I get it. I'm, I'm, it's the I'm tilted over the fact that th- this moron is able to speak. I am I'm I'm tilted over the fact that people actually believe this bullshit. This yeah. is a moron. This is a fucking idiot. This is a chimpanzee in a fucking suit given a fucking microphone and just said, "Hey, throw your shit wherever the fuck you want." I don't want your shit. I, I don't want your shit. You belong in a fucking cage. You belong in a cage, fucking dragged around fucking town, paraded around as a fucking chimpanzee who's got just just a little more intelligence, who knows how to tie his tie. Oh, my God. Dude. I think his tie is a clip-on tie. I have got no doubt about it at this point. I'm surprised <laughs> this motherfucker even knows how to tie his own shoes if he does. Anyway. Like, God damn it. His brain is... It's almost like his. he's got two brain cells, and one's just dead and the <laughs> but other it's still is just there re- just recycling itself over and fucking over again like i'm noticing a trend here like every goddamn speech that i've heard from him is it it, it it just repeats itself yeah and like every speech repeats itself so it's it's not any different anything different from what you've heard before no i, I actually so fun fact when i was uh queuing up the sound bites for this uh episode whoo don't want my computer fall asleep um when i was queuing up the uh, speeches for this episode. There are actually three that I chose. Um, we heard. I used part of one for the intro, which we all love. Um, that was a very Trumpian thing to say. Shit, it's happening. Um, I'm getting absorbed into the fucking dead Borg. Um, but that speech that I pulled from is almost exactly the same as the speech that we're about to talk about um, in from from Long Island. Um, the, the speech that I pulled from was actually from Youngstown, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, where he was just talking to regular people and he was using the same words, the same speech. Um, so, uh, instead of three speeches, uh, we have sound clips from two speeches. Um, I but, just want to make a point by the way, since yeah. I've been looking at him the entire time, there's a picture in front of me and like he, he's not only is he always making the duck face look like you know thing but he always looks like he's looking directly into the sun yeah but very like thousand yard stare like you know like (laughs) okay it's just fucking empty like his words are empty he's a fucking empty person like he's an empty-minded piece of shit god damn it i hate you people this is this is the headache this is episode. Worse than being forced to listen to goddamn Nickelback on repetition. I'm, I'm we're gonna I'm have to legit. I would rather just listen Nickelback on a fucking twenty four hour fucking. We're gonna have to go get you pancakes after this. This bullshit. <laughs> You're gonna need some shit I to come down. I understand drug abuse. I understand addiction now. Like it's shit <laughs> like this that drives people to these places. Yeah, I hate my fucking life right now. Go ahead. Just go ahead. No, but li- literally, though, do you want to go to IHOP after this? Oh, absolutely. Okay, we'll do that. I think we'll we'll do that. We'll make the, the recommendation section. They, they better quick. make my shit, like, with a fucking smiley face. You, can you request that? I, I if, they, if they can't, I'm going to go off on somebody. Please don't. This is Trump's America, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> if he can eat his pancakes with a smiley face on it, I can't If too. he can demand that Starbucks makes Merry Christmas cups, <laughs> then by God, I will have a smiley face pancake. <laughs> anyway, um, 
God, uh, you're you're when you get mad, it's really easy for me to get swept up into that shit. Anyway, um, the Merry Christmas shit was disturbing and shitty. Uh, But I think Josh Fierstein all over again. It is. He's got the most punchable face. Like his face is shaped like a punching bag, like it's a boxing glove. But it's a boxing glove. It's true. We got it for knuckles. We got to stay on topic. Sorry, we got to stay on topic. Sorry. Um. I, my favorite was that last line, that the words duty, country, and God are beautiful words. In other words, basically what you're doing is pledging to be a great American patriot. Yeah. Now, this is like a fourth grader's sort of interpretation of a text. Um, but aside from that, it is also kind of concerning. And the reason it's concerning, again, kind of going back to what I was talking about where like the Boy Scouts are kind of a parafascist shit in my brain like as a concept just because of the experience i had um it's shit like this that doesn't help and it's the fact that trump is saying it that really doesn't help his whole image of like i'm a fascist um if he was trying to get away from that but he knows Um, what the fuck he's doing though oh he absolutely does this is a complete dog whistle to the right Uh, absolutely um, so we're going to kind of switch gears here a little bit. Um, we're going to listen. People are so fucking simple-minded, dude. Like, how you could get swept up in this bullshit is beyond me. We are now going to listen to a lovely speech um, from Queens. No, not Queens. Hold on. I'm sorry. Wherever the fuck he was in Long Island recently. Um, too bad it's not in hell. Yeah, I mean, it is it is too bad. I've heard it's, like, close enough, though. But let's see. Literal hell. Literally, fuck you is what I'm saying. So, like, recently Trump has been getting on, I guess, an MS-13 kick, which is, like, kind of hilarious since... I imagine it's because he just learned two new letters and a number. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, So, basically, the speech was to say thank you to law enforcement. Okay, great. Oh, God, this one. Uh Uh-huh. This one. This is where we're at. damn it. So, oh, I just want to hit things now. Okay, let's do this. All right, so here's, here's the first part. It's, it's going to be pretty small. And I want to just tell you all together right now, and the reason I came, this is the most important sentence to me, on behalf of the American people, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much. And I don't think you know how much the public respects and admires you. You're saving American lives every day, and we have your backs. Believe me, we have your backs 100%. Not like the old days. Not like the old days. Well, so... This is the world that we live in. So apparently we are now, like, I remember a year ago or a couple years ago, like, um, the old days that Trump is referring to was the days in the 50s and 60s when policing was quote-unquote respected. Um, And that was before the police became a military unit of itself. Um, But here we are in 2017, current year, and Donald Trump is letting the police know that the U.S. government has the police's back, which, I mean, I guess if you're law enforcement, that's fine, right? Like, that's that's, that's, that's what you want. Dandy. That's yeah. good. Uh, so, 
we let's actually just play this last bit. Um, this is real quick, or not? This is not gonna be the last part, but like, um, here's here's just a fun sort of clip. Um, fuck. Here we go. Just gonna play it. You know, when you want to take over used military equipment, they were saying you couldn't do it. You know what I said? That was my first day. You can do it. Oh my god. Yep. So. <sighs> Trump loves the fact that the milit- the police has been militarizing over the last 30 or 40 years. Uh, I'm sure this is not making um, Radley Balco, who w- writes for the wa- uh, Washington Post and has been um, a-, a stringent sort of anti-militarization of police um, voice for the last 10 years or so. I'm sure he's super stoked about this development. Um, but this is kind of where we're at, right? So... I just holy shit, right? This is a nightmare. This, this is, is this is literally everything. Like this this paragraph, like I, I just legit. I used to have nightmares, and people would literally just like make fun of me because I would say, "Hey, there's gonna be this day that people are actually gonna root for this. Like people are gonna really go hard about this." And people used to think that I was fucking crazy for that. Like who the fuck would want? Like a complete militarized police force that could do whatever the fuck they wanted, really. Who could want that? Yet here we are with this piece of shit fucking rallying behind it. Really fucking going for it. If he could find himself in front of one of those fucking tanks, I would be so happy. So here's the next clip that we're going to do. We cannot tolerate as a society... The spilling of innocent, young, wonderful, vibrant people, sons and daughters, even husbands and wives. We cannot accept this violence one day more. Can't do it. And we're not going to do it. Because of you, we're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to allow it to happen. And we're backing you up 100%. Remember that. 100%. It is the policy of this administration to dismantle, decimate, and eradicate MS-13 at every other, and I have to say, MS-13, that's a name, rough groups, that's fine. We got a lot of others. And they were all let in here over a relatively short period of time. Not during my period of time, believe me. But we're getting them out. They're going to jails, and then they're going back to their country. Or they're going back to their country, period. One by one, we're liberating our American towns. Can you believe that I'm saying that? I'm talking about liberating our towns. It's like I'd see in a movie. They're liberating the town. Like in the old Wild West, right? We're liberating our towns. I never thought I'd be standing up here talking about liberating the towns on Long Island, where I grew up. But that's what you're doing. Wild West. Yeah. Style. Bud, we're living in a John Wayne movie. This is a John Wayne movie, and John Wayne is literally a fucking Nazi. Yeah. No, not to even quote the fucking MDC song. Literally a fucking Nazi at yeah. this point. 
Oh my god. I think Jeremy might actually be getting mind freaked here a little bit. Like he might lose oh. his shit. Yeah, this is where we're at. So, um, I, I I don't know where this like this sudden f- fixation on MS13 specifically. Came oh, they're from. Mexicans. Uh, I no, mean, that's yeah, no, from. no he shit. He just learned that, yeah, like that there's said, a Mexican gang called MS13, and they all just recently, now I've got like, something to fall back on. Now right. I don't look like a racist piece of shit. Right, because because let's all keep, fucking keep in mind, ICE has been going to hospitals and churches to find people to deport. Old people, old people, uh, people who weren't doing any harm to their community were in fact adding value to their communities, uh, because of course. Um, there's this one story of a dude who lived in Hawaii. Um, he he sort of got in the United States over a period of time, um, and he was um, he was a potato farmer, I think. Um, but basically, he was making a lot of fucking money. Um, he was actually contributing to the U.S. economy, and they deported his ass. And it's like, okay, cool. So we're we're kicking out people of value. We're kicking out parents. We're kicking out grandparents. We're kicking out children. people children. I mean, yeah, let's let's all keep in mind, like, just because we have some folks who are, like, protected by the DREAM Act, um, by, by DACA, does not necessarily mean that there aren't children being kicked out of the country. Um, all because our racist president decides that MS-13 is a problem again. MS-13 are all Mexicans. Granny Lopez over here fucking MS-13. smuggling in fucking cocaine and dead corpses and cutting up bitches with fucking machetes that uh, granny lopez over here straight up fucking chola chola there i guess go. that's that that's a thing we could call her with her fucking lokes and shit fucking chopping up people with her fucking machete god go fuck yourself yeah um so it, there's there's the final part here that i want us to to focus on because um this is the this is the shit that got this speech public publicity um let me see if i can find it really quick really quick come on Uh, please vamp for me while i look up this transcript so uh just say whatever is comes to your brain have you ever been so angry you have to pee that's you right now, isn't that it? That is where I'm at. Um, like, I legit, like, I am so angry I have to pee right now. And my head hurts. So, I, I actually... just don't understand, like, how how people can find some positivity in this shit. Like, I realize at this point, my hatred for the voting population that put this piece of shit in office has just grown. It's now grown. And it's all your fault. It is all your fault. I hate you mm-hmm. at this point. Alright, so I found... I Actually, in looking at the text, I found something else. Um, go ahead and uh, take a listen to this. Right now, we have less than 6,000 enforcement and removal officers in ICE. This is not enough to protect a nation of more than 320 million people. It's essential that Congress fund another 10,000 ICE officers, and we're asking for that, so that we can eliminate MS-13 and root out the criminal cartels from our country. Now, we're getting them out anyway, but we'd like to get them out a lot faster. 
And when you see these towns, and when you see these thugs being thrown into the back of a paddy wagon, you just see them thrown in, rough. I said, please don't be too nice. Like when you guys put somebody in the car and you're protecting their head, you know, the way you put their hand over. Like, don't hit their head and they've just killed somebody, don't hit their head. I said, you can take the hand away, okay? It's essential that Congress fund hundreds more federal immigration judges and prosecutors, and we need them quickly, quickly, if we're going to dismantle these deadly networks. And I have to tell you, you know, the laws are so horrendously stacked against us because for years and years they've been made to protect the criminal, totally made to protect the criminal, not the officers. You do something wrong, you're in more jeopardy than they are. These laws are stacked against you. We're changing those laws. But in the meantime, we need judges for the simplest thing, things that you should be able to do without a judge. But we have to have those judges quickly. In the meantime, we're trying to change the laws. We're also working with Chairman Bob Goodlatte on a series of enforcement measures, and he's a terrific guy, to keep our country safe from crime and terrorism, and in particular, radical Islamic terrorism. A term never uttered by past administration. Never uttered. Did anybody ever hear that term? I don't think so. But you heard it from me. That includes cracking down on sanctuary cities that defy federal law shield visa overstays, and that release dangerous criminals back into the United States communities. That's what's happening. They're releasing them. So many deaths where they release somebody back into the community. And they know it's going to end that way. That's the sad. They know it's going to end that way. We're ending those procedures. We have to secure — thank you. And so, yeah, um, right at the beginning of that clip, we had Trump basically saying that we need 4,000 more ICE officers. Or no, I'm sorry, another 10,000 more ICE officers. Um, saying, go ahead and just fuck up anybody that you pick up. Like, don't apprehend and treat people humanely, um, which that is... I, we, no, we're not going to get into that. But basically saying, hey, um, fuck him up. It's on me. You know what's funny about and this? And then... The, what's funny about this, before you, before you continue, mm -hmm. there are other gangs. Yeah. Cartel gangs other than the MS-13. Sure there are. So why are we only talking about the MS-13 Because that's the only one he fucking knows. Yeah. That's the only one he fucking knows. There are no other gangs that he's even fucking remotely aware of. He probably is sort of Crips, but those are the black people. They're not right. the brown people. Right. Um, you, like, you, they're... I don't know what it is, but you have to describe shit to him in black and white terms. And I'm not talking, obviously, about Race, skin yeah. color here. I'm talking about literal, like, he is a person who requires ultimate simplicity 
Right. There is no nuance. There are no gray areas. There is no, um, you know, sort of sensitivity to an issue. It's either he is fucking <laughs> about it or about not it about or it. against it. Yeah, I don't know. So, but anyway, um, what what I think was really remarkable about this clip too is that he basically says like, "Hey, um, you know, due process." You know the whole thing where we treat people humanely and we don't take away their habeas corpus rights and shit like that? Um, we're trying to change those laws. And we're doing it in the name of criminal criminal cartels and terrorism. That's what we're doing it. And if you are the mayor of what a sanctuary city, cities that so-called defy natural or federal law, we're going to crack down on you. Now, here's here's the shit, right? The intro that I designed for the show for today was uh, Trump saying basically the same thing in, in Youngstown, Ohio, but it was like I also added like the machine gun and the, the marching and all the other shit. The air I thought sign. that that was all legit. Like, um, that, that was just happening. Like, it, well, it sounded in place. I mean, it uh, sounded fine. It sounded like a good military speech, but like, um, I did that as sort of a pastiche of this. Not as like, oh, this is what's actually going to fucking happen. I don't know what this actually means. I don't know what this it, like t- involves with regard to how this man deals with cities that are in defiance of his orders. Because he ordered, uh, through Department of Homeland Security, all sanctuary cities to cease operation as sanctuary cities. Right. This was, I think, at the beginning of the year. Um, cities refused to do so. And I think the first phase was we're going to, um, you know, we're going to remove funding from you because that's the the standard move by states, by governments, right. um, is if a city or a, an actual state does something that the, the federal government doesn't like, they can say, well, we're going to stop funding this particular program so that you can uh, or can't basically thrive off of what we're giving you and also break federal law. But I actually don't fucking know what kind of world we live in, um, and that scares me from the perspective that I don't know what shit Trump is going to try to do to get sanctuary cities to fall in line. Now, Oklahoma City is not a sanctuary city. Um, Tulsa, I don't believe, is either. Um, They both said that they weren't going to cooperate with ICE necessarily, Mm -hmm. but since they're not sanctuary cities... Um, I don't know how much traction that has or how far they can go with that. Um, but there are sanctuary cities in Texas. There are sanctuary cities around us. Right. Um, and there's there's a concern here. Um, well, let me tell you my concern, because it's not necessarily about, like, how far can the president draw this out, but more so how far... Because, like, a lot of this is, is super open-ended, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of these comments are just... They're shit thrown the wall. They are violent. Like, they, they, these aren't just, you know... Oh, my God. Like, there's not... Remember like, the good old days you know, when Trump... Hey, when when... speaking... Right. You know, this is literally, hey, fuck him. Throw him in the back of the paddy, uh, paddy wagon. Make sure he gets a concussion well, on the way in while he's at it. This is... Like, this could be abused. This entire thing, even if you were looking at only the MS-13, regardless of what you... They're, they're a terrible group. I'm absolutely saying that but i am not going to justify fucking children yeah well that, that's the children problem. getting this, thrown this in paddy wagons kids, 
This could be stretched in so many fucking directions, especially sure whenever you have that racist pig motherfucker with his goddamn badge shoved so far in his goddamn nipple that he's just seeing red with his rage boner. Like, I don't know what that motherfucker's capable of. You know what I mean? But goddamn it, if you allow this shit to sit, there's not going to be anything that he's going to face. And there's another fucking part of this that actually really bothered me because it was talking about um, how the, the law was actually stacked against them right. for doing things. When is the last time you saw a fucking cop get fucking uh, actually do true time and get convicted for do, uh, for committing an act of murder? The only ones that I could think of off the top of my head, I could think of a race uh, a rapist. Yeah, Daniel Holtzclaw. Yes, I could think of a a child predator who got a very light sentence in comparison to what he should have gotten. But whenever it comes to fucking murder. It's, an, it's paid administrative leave. Murder. It's, it's paid administrative leave, yeah. and he's fucking back on the force. You know, uh, after after things kind of. Well, I mean, down. sometimes they get fired. Yeah, sometimes they get fired. That's fine. He can flip a burger elsewhere. I've, I've actually, I have actually seen grand juries acquit cops. I've 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 watched grand juries acquit cops of murder, like of 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 people who, even if they were in the process of committing a crime or leaving the, the crime scene of course uh, or whatever the fuck like who should not have died and these cops were still acquitted of murder right so it, it's like i'm not really fucking positive where trump's coming from here where he says that laws are stacked against them i'm not sure laws either. aren't stacked again if you're talking about again due process habeas corpus the right uh, to refuse uh, to be searched, essentially right of, against uh, search and seizure, um, guaranteed, I think, by the Fourth Amendment. Um, like, I, I, I'm fucking, I'm fucking sorry. Like, no, this is not appropriate. This is not. The cops aren't meant to be Judge Dread. That's where the fucking. That is where Trump is going with this. The the he he's either going in the direction of the 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 Wild West lawman. Or he's going in the direction of Judge Fucking Dread. Basically, now, stop reading fucking comic books. Now, and hold up. Your ideas for policy out of them. Rem- let's let's all take a moment to remember Judge Dread. Do you remember why Judge Dread was the way it was? The movie, like the the scene, the scene for the movie. It's the, been a very long time since I've watched Judge. Judge Dread was a dystopian story. It was meant to show kind of like RoboCop, but like it's fascist. Right. Like it's it was like RoboCop meets the later uh, Starship Troopers, right? Where it's like, oh, this is a fascist dictatorship, basically, where the cops are judge, jury, and executioner. And this was sort of a summary, like a summary judgment against you. Like right. if you were guilty of a crime, you could be killed. And most of the time, they like criminals in that movie were killed, like small time cro- uh, uh, crooks, like right. so. I'm 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 trying to figure out what the, like what the fuck is happening here because this is basically saying hey uh, police officers we want you to be more like Judge Dredd and that thought fucking mortifies me. Well, I mean we're we're already kind of there. I mean it, we're already a step there. The only difference is between then and I think what this motherfucker is wanting you know to see is the fact that there is at least some sort of legal process that they have to go through. 
and, and, and he wants that to end. Yeah, exactly. So so basically, if you want to be able to rob, kill, sexually assault a person, or or commit just absolute atrocities to your fellow man without any fucking repercussion uh, repercussion to you, join, the, join the local police department. Yeah, I, I think they're hiring actually. Go join up. Do all of those things, and you'll actually get a fucking medal of honor in return. From Trump. Absolutely. It's good. And we're back. Yes, we are. I'm Jeremy. I'm Trevor. Trevor. Trevor's looking a little bit better. We had to take a break. We, We absolutely did. So, you know, this entire thing. Um, I was thinking about some shit and, uh, you know, what's really been bothering me. It's not like, of course, you know, the whole thing with Trump and everything we're going to be talking about. This is kind of, uh, this is the fuck Trump, funk, fuck Trump. Holy fuck. Fuck Trump episode. Yeah. I didn't think we were going down the funky trail. I mean, (laughs) maybe we'll have a nice little spinoff revolution, funk freight train, something that, that's a dumb name, but I'm going to keep that on the back burner. Revolution Funk Freight Train. We're, we're on that road now. We're, we're good. We're, we're good. good. So, I noticed something kind of funny recently. What did you notice? So, there are a group of Christian right-wingers. Oh, I love this already. Oh, already. Are calling for the pretty much whitewashing of... Every branch of government that we have. Okay. Getting rid of every Republican in the office, aside from the ones currently sitting in the White House right now. Oh, because they love those. They love those. (laughs) But fuck the others. Right. Because according to them, this one very specific group of people, they don't represent the Republican people. The Republican voters okay. they do not represent. Despite let me let me make sure I'm I'm clear on this. This is despite the fact that in in the election and in the last election, these are the people they voted for. Absolutely. Okay, continue. And they're still able to hold office, so obviously right. they're they're representing someone. You know? Well they're representing districts. They're they're at least representing enough people to keep holding their fucking offices. I mean, let's be real about this. I mean, even though voter politics are pretty bullshit as it is. True. It still speaks volumes whenever that person is still able to hold office because people are still fucking voting for them. Yeah. You know? So they're not representing you. They're representing the individual people who are casting their uh, ballots in favor of these individuals. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny because these people consider this some sort of, like, fucking full-scale revolution which is hilarious to me because the revolution to me is the minority the fucking underdog finally fucking rising up you're part of the fucking majority as far as i can tell right now you're at least the loudest fucking group right now yeah you know the christian fucking right the people who vote for jesus and nothing else right not 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 human rights, not any fucking thing else except for for Jesus, which is I find it really fucking ironic that you voted this fucking Cheeto fucking colored baby handed. We'll get there. Sixth grade fucking vocabulary having motherfucker into office, right? <laughs> I find it really goddamn funny that you voted for the Bible 
whenever you sat there and voted in an office and celebrated his fucking quote-unquote victory. I, I can't even call this shit victory. He didn't win the popular vote, so it's not a victory to me. Well, yeah, it's, ele- it's an electoral college victory. Yeah, That's, of course. I mean, that, that is why Trump is, is having um, the fucking sec- Secretary of State of Kansas yeah. um, go around to all the fucking states in, in the country basically being like, hey, uh, fucking give us your voter rolls and shit because we right. want to make sure there's no quote-unquote voter fraud. Right. I just think it's really funny that you consider yourself voting for the Bible whenever this motherfucker is literally sitting here saying, grab her by the pussy. Yeah. This is a man that you consider godly. A man who literally brags about trying to fuck married women. Yeah. This is a person that you consider godly. That's not a god I want anything to do with. It's people like that that drive people like me away from people like you so fuck your church fuck your white house fuck your entire community of fucking your entire political party fuck both of them really but fuck you specifically you're not a part of the fucking revolution you're a part of something that's already existed it's just been sitting in the fucking roots of everything just waiting to fucking come to surface and it's here you're the majority you're nothing special. And we will fucking uproot you motherfuckers. Believe that. I promise you. And we're back. Hello. Oh my god. It almost feels trite doing these kinds of recommendations at the end of a show like this. Where we've basically spent the entire episode yelling. And yet here we are with our recommendations for shit to listen to in the you, week. You know it works for me. Seven twenty four, seven thirty. It works for me though because like whenever I feel fucked off or whatever, you man, listen to music. I, yeah, I just put on my headphones and fucking just just drain out the world, man. There you go. I mean that that's it. You just drown it out and fucking you know hope that it gets better. So I have some music for you. Good. So do Trevor. I. Go ahead. Oh, man. So the first one I got really fucking excited for. Converge. I can tell you about Pain. It's a single. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have the album just yet. And it also comes with a song called Eve. Mm-hmm. That's the B-side. Is, it is the B-side. And it's fucking amazing. So Yes. Um, It's heavy. It's loud. It's fucked up. Man, it's, it's fast fast it, it makes you like it's one of those songs that just makes you want to pound your head into the wall yes that, you know exactly I mean? um i always find it funny when they say that uh converge is metalcore yeah because like no this is hardcore and metal at it like in different areas yeah and like for example i actually i listened to this i didn't really like the song eve because oh, like is this kind of slower and weirder but like the first song is fucking just punishing yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I like it just because, you know, for the past, you know, several years, they've always included more slower songs. I mean, I, I one of my favorite Converge songs is one called Coral Blue. And it's it's actually genuinely melodic. Yeah. Like, it's a slow, melodic song. Like, and that's what I love about Jacob Bannon, man. Like, he's not a one-trick pony. Like, there was a time whenever that dude 
was just screaming and and you couldn't make sense of anything he was saying i mean look at jane doe like one of the greatest albums to come out of the metallic hardcore genre and uh it's it's one of the most influential albums on top of that yeah but god damn it like you can't understand a damn thing that he is saying you know like I don't know, man. Like, I, I love everything about this single, and I'm genuinely excited for the rest of the, the album to finally release. Like, Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 been a while since we've had a true Converge album, and, yeah. like, I remember... The the funny thing is, like, I'm a latecomer to Converge as a fan. Yeah. Um, my The first album I listened to was actually All We Love, We Leave Behind. Yeah. Um, which is a fantastic fucking album. Right. Um, Sadness Comes Home. The fucking like, yeah, like just like really slow, like ponderous. Just it's just like, yeah, we're gonna fuck you up here, but well, we're gonna do it like on our time. Yeah, it's very good. Well, and, and this has more of that. The album that I had a really hard time with whenever it came out was "You Fail Me." Yeah, like that that album, like as good as it is, like it's a great album got really fucking difficult for me to listen to whenever it first came out. Like, mm-hmm. it, it actually grew on me a couple of years down the line. But, like, when it came out, I just, I didn't dig it. And then kind of for the same reason, it wasn't a standard Converge album. Like, it, no, it just came not. out of left field out of nowhere, and it was just, I didn't know what to think of it. No, it's, it's, so it's very good. good. Converge is very good. Oh, yeah. But that's not all you have. No, not at all. Um, Ren, Auburn Rule. Okay, tell me and about it's this. it's literally just... It's a metal album. Like I don't it know is how metal to album. put it, but like, there's a <laughs> it's lot. It's just of... metal album TM. Well, the the thing is, like, it's super atmospheric. Yes. The, uh, the songs are long, so mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're soundscapes that they're painting. You know what I mean? So it's not just all lyric based or anything. Like they put a lot of emphasis on sound altogether. It's it's a story. Yeah, they they really try to paint like this big picture per song and over overall, like it it, it really is just a really great fucking album. So it's got layers. Um, I wouldn't say, I guess kind of the way I explain it makes it sound like it's got to be something on the level of like uh, between the buried and me or something like that. Sure. And it's nothing like that. Like it literally nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like the, the songs to me are far more coherent um, and they're, they're better tied together than anything that's something like you between the buried and me or anything out of that genre could actually put together. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the next one that I have, and that's like the only true album that came out that really. There's, got a, lot, me. there's a lot of singles this week. Yeah, and and the funny thing is, like Auburn Rule only has like six or seven tracks on it. It's a very long album. Yeah. So. Well, long. Well, it's long in the sense that it's a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so the next one that I have is the single by this fucking band that I love. It's it's literally uh, a. a, a a female-fronted two-piece garage band mm-hmm. called The Jackets. Yeah, and, you showed me this. It was really good. Oh, it's so good. Um, I've always loved this band ever since the first time I heard them. But they just released a new single called Me, uh, Be Myself and uh, with a B-side called Queen of the Pill. Okay, I like it. And, uh, I mean, it's just garage. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really it. That's I all. I mean, most people think of uh, like two piece garage, uh, like two piece acts all together. You're thinking of something like the Ravenettes, yeah. or um, fucking White Stripes or something like that. And the funny thing about it is, it's like none of that. No, it's, it's like, just it's garage punk. Yeah, it, it really is garage punk without a bass. 
Uh, it's super good. Uh, the next one is by a um, post-punk band mm-hmm. that I absolutely fucking love. You so, fucking sniped this one from yeah. me. Yeah, and, well, the fun, the thing is, I didn't know that this album was coming. So whenever I opened up, like, my... my Your recommendation list. Recommendation list, and I saw this release by Voigt Kampf. Um, they released an EP called The Den of the Dying of Dying Youth. And uh, it's dark as fuck. Yes, it is. It is super good. Can't it kind of reminds me of, uh, as cliche as this is, it, it's super heavy on the like Joy Division feel, you know? Yeah, I did get a feel of Joy Division. But like the 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 nice thing is like it's got like this slight hint of something a little more modern, like uh like Wild Smiles mm-hmm. or something of that nature. Um, so it's got like this weird kind of underlying poppy element, like a pop, like a more it almost reminds me of the Ramones in certain parts. Mm-hmm. If the Ramones were fronted by uh, Ian Curtis, Ian Curtis, yeah, or uh, oh, fucker from Bauhaus, whatever I forgot his name. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know. Bella Lugosi's dead, dude. I'm gonna get made fun of so hard by the goth community for this. What forgetting feel, the yes. forgetting the name of the person, Mr. Who... Cheekbones, we will call him. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I have to look this up now because I, I can't yeah, stand you getting this is so, made fun of. This is gonna fuck me up. Um, the next one is uh, an EP by another garage band. Um, this one is a full band though called Jet Trash. Were you, were you talking about Peter Murphy? Peter Murphy, God damn it! Um, Here you go, bud. Mister, well, Mister Cheekbones. I'm I'm good either way. <laughs> um, so Jet Trash. Um, this is a band I just heard though, um, okay. so I don't know a lot about them. But they release an album, uh, an EP called Shake, and uh, it's just good garage music. Sure. But the cool thing is, like, there's another song out there by the Foo Fighters. Oh shit! Yes. And this one caught me fucking off guard whenever I, I heard it. I, I'm okay with the Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters, but I was not expecting this. No, this is unexpected. This is holy shit! What is happening? So they release a single called Run. And to put Tell it lightly, it's almost like uh, if the Foo Fighters had decided they're going to fucking hook up with Motorhead, mm. that's a good run. description. Yeah, I mean, the minute that you hit play, it, it's it's a Motorhead song. Yeah. And then it turns into a, 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 a Foo Fighters song. Then it's back to kind of a mesh between both of them. Like, it, it's fucking incredible. It's very good. Yeah. But let me tell you. I am super excited, though, because the other day I was like, when is this band going to release another album? And it's not out just yet. Have you ever heard Mets? Uh, no. Mets is so goddamn good. They're so good. Please look it up. They're on, I uh, will. They're on Sub Pop Records, I think, or at least were. Okay. And uh, it's, like, really noisy... Um, I don't even know how to put it, man. Like, there's garage, there's 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 rock, there or, or punk rock, there's indie, there's post punk. Like, they they cover all bases in their sound, and it's fucking incredible. But um, they have a new album coming out, Queens of the Stone Age. This isn't gonna be a, any news to anybody because when it comes out, it's gonna go huge, just like every Queens of the Stone Age album does. 
but I heard a track off of the new album, and it's kind of folky sounding yeah. a little bit. It, it was definitely like this is uh, this is some shit that they sing in yeah. like a bar. It, it's it's really bluesy. In, it is in super the south, bluesy. Yeah, it's like this is the track that you listen to as you're driving on I forty. Yeah, going to fucking Tennessee. Yeah, and, and it's just. It's really fucking good. So, it is. Um, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever been excited for the drop of a Queens of the Stone Age album. And yet as here much we are. As I like them. You're getting old. And here I am, yeah. I'm getting really old. You're getting old. And another track that I found was from the Bronx. Um, which... So real quick, the Bronx just got their first two albums on Apple on Music. Apple Music yeah. and all the other fun places. And, and that's really exciting. It, oh god it is but there's those, a new song two now. albums are so fucking good but yeah the, there's a new song out mm-hmm. um off of another uh, of off of an album that's coming out just like the others called the bronx they're, they're they don't have names they're just the bronx <laughs> it's just the bronx i think it's called uh, numerically i think it's like five probably we'll find out later yeah i think it is five jason um, really loves the bronx jason i don't know what the fuck the bronx are but um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, it really is just a Bronx song. Sure. I mean, they, they they don't they never do really anything too different. Like just like yeah, toe to tip. This is the same fucking formula. Yeah. I mean, unless it's, they're playing mariachi music. I mean, it's in which really case no, it's different. Toe to tip. It's the same fucking yeah. Bronx album every time we do a mariachi album. But that's the rad thing about them. They don't have to do anything different. It's still good. It, it doesn't get redundant. It's just it's good fucking music. Exactly. So um that's what i've got those are what you got well uh, i'm gonna start off with uh local boys sex snobs oklahoma city uh pop ish rock i don't know if i should call them pop punk because they sound a lot like weezer and it's hard for me to put weezer in the category of pop punk if i then also have to exclude a lot of other bands so and weezer are terrible we're just gonna call sex snobs pop rock it's very good. Weezer core. Okay, sure. We'll call it Weezer core. Um, basically, uh, this the the new album is called Emotional Stuffing, which is fun. Um, it's got a very big black esque album cover. Um, it's kind of this like bright green and red, like almost Christmassy colors, but like um, it's feeling festive. It's very here. it's very eighties, like late eighties, early nineties ish. Thank you, um, Trump, for letting us say Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, it was very good. Kind of a surprise. Um, I definitely didn't expect as much of the Weezer vibe as I got from it, but there we are. Um, you've already mentioned Converge, so I can't fucking use that one. Ass. Yeah, fuck you. That's um, I have one. It's a band called Hurula. They're from Sweden, and the album's called Vapento Dom Hoplosa. Um, <coughs> V-A-P-E-N-T-I-L-L-D-O-M-H-O-P-P-L-O with an umlaut, S-A. Um, very gothish. It's I mean, not, it sounds like him. It, it's goth. It's like him, but also uh, the Pleasure Leftists um, and also every fucking goth band from the 80s and 90s. It's very good, is what I'm saying. It's uh, a very good uh, album. That's an okay way to describe it, I it's, suppose. It's a very good album. We'll go with that one. Uh, just it really sounded like Hanoi rocks to me. Sure, uh, pretty heavy on that. Leisure World with Paper Thin Community. Now, notice there's a trend here. Most of the albums that have come out within the last couple weeks um, on this list are fucking from Deranged Records. They're doing it again. 
Like, this is something that has happened every year for, like, four four or five years. Deranged Records is releasing the most vital punk in punk rock or in alternative or whatever the fuck we want to call it. And it's, like... They're releasing the new Simple Plan album. Yes. Um, That's probably Snyder. Anyway. God, Simple Plan has a new album coming out? I mean, I think there's another one coming. This is horrible. I mean, good Charlotte released one. I hate you for reminding me of this. Anyway, Paper Thin Community by Leisure World is very is very punk. It's, it's what it is. It's a hardcore punk album. It was good. Uh, it, was, it was very good. Century Palm with Meet You. I mean, this is I guess the year where now we're gonna go back and like straight up just copy Devo. I'm down with it, man. I'm fucking ready. I mean, it, it's like uh, man, I'm absolutely you... ready. I go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Okay. Um, I remember when I was like 17 or 18 coming across the fucking demos for Devo's first album. Yeah. But it wasn't like the polished album that we hear now. It, it was like fucking... <laughs> it was um, It was like Mongoloid and there was a cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Right. And it was just weird and angular and just like kind of creepy in a way um so that was really awesome uh century palmer is really um channeling into that energy well i mean i'm down with it i mean like anytime that um a band can i guess pull off the the devo sound yeah and i love do it well like i said it before poly six was great Um, absolutely if if you want to hear a really great devo cover though okay if you search up uh the adam ages cover of uncontrollable urge okay like i think they only do it live but um man that is so fucking good absolutely like they do it well so do that i I will um and then one album i've got is called glass by uv tv it's uv dash tv and it's it's pretty standard like 70s ish kind of punk where it's like this is very sort of poppy but also very it goes it goes hard in the paint mm-hmm. uh, there's also some indie ish aspects to it it's 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 a good album um i've got a couple of demos that i'd recommend um which you can find at maximumrockandroll.com um not to sort of promote other websites or anything like that but like um sometimes you just you got to find stuff wherever you can and uh one thing that i would say is iced um iced dot or i'm sorry iced dash hc.bandcamp.com um they released their demo is fucking awesome uh it's very short couple songs um the other one is farce uh farce hc.bandcamp.com um they sound like uh extreme noise terror which is awesome uh, and basically the last one is called fuse um, we've got fusenoise.bandcamp.com. They're from the Philippines, which is really neat. Um, and they're very, very good, kind of funky. Um, finally, I have one final recommendation, and it's thematic. Mm-hmm. I've got MDC with the Millennium Edition remastered version of Millions of Dead Cops, which such, with, with such hits as Dead Cops... Corporate Death Burger, John Wayne was a Nazi, Greedy and Pathetic, Church and State, 
No Place to Piss. My personal favorite, Chicken Squawk, <laughs> which is a very good song. Um, Pay to Come Along and some <laughs> demos. I love that. And, and just like a lot of demos and things like that. Um, and basically, no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA. Absolutely. Fuck them. And uh, a couple of recommendations before we go. Um, okay. Well, just a couple of shout-outs, really. Um, number one, of course, as always, thank you, Kevin Moan, for allowing us to uh, use your music to, I guess, introduce our screaming and yelling and all that good stuff. And raising stuff. hell. Absolutely. The song that you heard at the beginning with Trevor's fantastic editing. Oh, um, thank you. That song is called Phoenix, once again, off of the EP, uh, well, Kevin Moan, the Reptiles. Absolutely, over, and you can pick it up over at kevinmoantherubtiles.bandcamp.com. Absolutely. Um, as always, free, but definitely want... Throw him some money. Throw him some money. He definitely deserves it. Throw him some fucking money. Another thing I, I want to shout out, um, though there's no fi- uh, official affiliation between us and them... Um, renegaderadio.com okay. um, or .net um, oh shit what is it <laughs> I think it's re- renegaderadio.net you did not plan this one uh, out well I fucked it up already but it, <laughs> it, well, what's really fucking stupid yeah re- renegaderadio.net how did I brain fart that um, that's on you bud really awesome guys uh, a, a radio station hosted out of Dallas Texas but um, they have uh, uh partnerships with people all over the country doing different segments so uh, whatever your taste in music um, they've got you covered but if you want to check out some less than stupid uh, things from myself um, I got some articles I write some articles over there and uh, maybe working on a radio show at some point in the future as well so absolutely Um, so definitely go check them out uh, let them know I told you I said hi so that they could, can immediately look at you with judgment and wonder why you're talking to them. Exactly. So, but seriously, really fucking awesome guys, and I owe them all the things in the world that I can never properly offer. But. There you go. Excellent. Well, that has been the show. Uh, my name is Trevor. I've got Jeremy with me. Um, once again, a final thank you to Kevin Moan and the Reptiles for the use of our theme song, Phoenix, off of the album, Kevin Moan and the Reptiles. Go to kevinmoantherreptiles.bandcamp.com. The album came out in 2014. It is very, very good, and you should go support them. Also, thank you to everybody who has been listening to the show um, and sort of downloading episodes, even if you are not reviewing the episode on apple music uh rating the uh the the podcast um we see that you are listening we appreciate that you are listening um and and we we are just we're happy you're here um you can of course show us who you are we'd like to know who you are we want to know we want to be able to thank you properly and we can't do that with you kind of being so shine anonymous Exactly. So we've got a couple places you can listen to the show. You can, of course, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts to download episodes every week as they are released. You can also go to Stitcher Radio and uh, SoundCloud, where episodes are also housed. And, uh, you know, any other podcatch or podcatcher, I should say, um, that exists. Um, You can, of course, 
follow us on Facebook at The Terminus Podcast. Just go ahead and search for that in your old Facebook search bar. You can go to um, facebook.com forward slash Terminus Pod if you want to reach there directly. Um, you can also go to Twitter, Facebook. Or I'm sorry, twitter.com forward slash Terminus dash pod. Or no, holy crap, underscore pod. Um, where we don't underloved. tweet. No, we don't tweet. We don't use it. We uh, we set fun. up a tweet and we're like, "This is a hell site." I forgot why, like, how hard this was. I mostly hate birds. Um, you do hate birds. Um, we've also got an Instagram. If uh, Jeremy, if you want to do the honors, talk about the Instagram. I mean, the Instagram is an Instagram. It is an Instagram. We post photos and stuff. Um, the same things you see on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, there's lots of places to come say hi. You can, of course, always email us at theterminuspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and if you do have any questions, concerns, comments about today's episode, please feel free to leave them in the comments of anywhere where you find this episode, including on the street in a dumpster or by the diner on fire. Um, as always, fucking this is where I come up with a goddamn catchphrase. This is happening. Baby birds, we love you. Stay safe. And if you're listening to us with harsh judgment, go fuck yourself. Go fuck. You know what? That's it. That's our catchphrase. Go fuck yourself. This is not marketable. I mean, it may not be marketable, but at least it's honest. At least we could say that we we end the show with a sense of uh, integrity, and, and and we walk away knowing that we were honest with our fan base, whatever fan base there, there is, whoever the fuck you are. Seriously, let us know who the, who you are. At least give us give us a very low rating. And that's all we ask. Give us a low rating. And then we know that you're there. Yeah, we know you're listening. We can see the numbers. You're not. You're not. You're not being secretive. We can see you. We got that NSA spying technology called analytics, dog. Holler. But seriously, <laughs> if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Meet us. Say something. I promise you, we we're not we're not too scared to. I'm to not a dick. Get into it. I I can be. So I'm a dick. But ultimately, you with us, we love you. You judge us, go fuck yourselves. Good night.